Hello and welcome to this week's episode of We Know We Ho. This is episode 22 for the week of September 16th and I am Tracy Paso, your host, joined by my guest host this week, Maxine Tatlunghari. I think this is week three um, of Maxine joining me as my guest host. Hi Maxine, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I think there's something that says about squatters' rights. You know, I've been on the show now three weeks. <laughs> Girl. All right. Well, we gotta gotta circle back with Miss Lauren and see what's going on with, going on with her hosting. That's okay. I I, I, I I like my tagline of a special guest host. I'll, I'll keep it. I know you should keep that. Right. I, I like mm-hmm. it. It works. Well, we were not, um, for our loyal listeners, especially Alex over in the UK, hello, <laughs> hello. Uh, we, we took a break last week um, because I was uh, took a little time off to go see my mom. Uh, I was actually up the coast in Carmel, and when I was up there, um, there is this fabulous, I, I, I just love cheese, like I don't know. I think everyone loves cheese. I'm not everyone sure. Loves right? Everyone loves cheese. I know Maxine, you and I like really love cheese. Um, so there's this fabulous cheese shop in Carmel and just amazing things. And I'm sitting there and we're ordering cheese and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, Oh my God, I love this cheese. Like where can I go get it in West Hollywood? And I realized that we really don't have a fancy cheese store. You know, Bristol farms is fine. And Gelson's is fine. And I think the wine bar tried to do cheese, but I don't know anywhere where there I can re- there's like a cheese shop. So of course I looked it up and there is Beverly Hills cheese store, which I love. And then there's this fabulous place down in Santa Monica called Andrews. Oh my Gaga need to get down there. Um, so, you know, I, I think that um, if someone's looking to open a business in West Hollywood, <laughs> I would love for you to open a cheese store with some great wine um, and I've also been looking on like where I can order a cheese board from locally. Um, and there are actually, um, a, there's one place down that I've been to, um, and I was just creeping on their Instagram to see, um, if they were offering cheese plates and, and stuff to go with COVID. And there's a, a wine bar down on Melrose, which is, uh, you know, uh, West Hollywood adjacent. And I don't know the cross streets, um, definitely way before La Brea. It might be between Fairfax and Crescent Heights. Don't quote me. It's called Severance Wine Bar. And they have great, sure enough, they have cheese platters. They have cheese platters to go. And to my pleasant surprise, when I was looking at their Instagram, I noticed that they have created an outdoor area in their back parking lot with a tent and, um, and tables so you can go out there and have wine and cheese. So Severance Wine Bar, I think, is the closest we can get. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, Maxine, I'm wondering if – did you get a dog? <laughs> I didn't. But you know what? This is the joy of living in close quarters in apartment buildings in West Hollywood. You know, you hear all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, you know, I was really thinking about that. And now I'm wondering, well, may, oh, you know who has cheese that we loved is Tess. I forgot about that. Yeah. But- and, and I'm thinking, but this is way West Hollywood adjacent, like Century City, um, Italy. But yeah, that's far. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was thinking like, you know, but one of those where you can go and there's just all sorts of varieties of cheese. I mean, mm. if, um, don't do it right now because you'll get totally distracted. But when you get a chance, check out Andrews. We might have to hop in the car and go down there or <laughs> order something to go because they've got fabulous things. Um, yeah, so we need a cheese store in West Hollywood. If anyone has any tips, let us know. 
Throw them and if, in the comments below. <laughs> I know. And if you're one of our local restaurants and I skipped you over, please let me know um, and give us a holler. And we'd love to feature you and talk to you about your cheese plate. Um, well, that is a really great segue right into our first segment of <laughs> food and fashion. <laughs> and we've got Dine LA. We're in the final week of Dine LA. Um, I hope you all have been out there and enjoying um, all the things, menus that have been offered. Uh, I have to admit, I have not had a chance to take advantage of any of the menus. Uh, Maxine, I don't know if you had or if you've got some recommendations for us for the last couple of days. I have my three picks um, for the week. I mentioned some last time, but I would say in this final week, I love Hugo's. I think that's just one of those go-to spots when you want something kind of healthy. So I'm a fan of a power of green salad and a turkey burger patty, but they've got something on their menu for 20 bucks and it includes a drink and it's the power of green salad and you can get a burger. So those would be my choices for that menu. Mm -hmm. And then further down Santa Monica Boulevard, I think Connie and Ted's this is one of our favorite happy hour spots. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I love Connie and Ted's and they've done such a great job on their outdoor space. It's, early on they've had their outdoor game type since since jump um so they have a 45 dollar dinner and they had something on there called the chowda sampler oh how with, cute yeah so i thought that's a must do and then get this tracy you can order a lobster roll mm -hmm. and the chowda sampler and then um i would for dessert there's a choice between a blondie or a panna cotta and i think i would want the farmer's market panna cotta I, do you know, I know we're talking about Don Ellen menus, but I'm wondering, are they still doing happy hour over there at Connie and Ted's? I don't know, but that is definitely a must do um, when and if they are doing that. Um, we love to sidle up to the bar, so I don't know that that's happening yet, but the Connie and Ted's happy hour is a, is a great deal. Yeah, they've got those dollar oysters and then our, our favorite thing Um is the oh, that, oyster that, slider that fried oyster slider <laughs> on brioche? Uh, people are probably going, Oh, gross! But it let me tell you, it is so delicious. <laughs> that fried oyster is not great, that's delicious. Mm, mm. And then, my final pick you know, we're getting a little healthier, we go vegetarian here, um, up on Melrose and Gracias Madre. You know, that courtyard is just lovely, and I miss the events that they would throw there. But they are doing a dine LA menu for $55. And um, it just looked really good. I couldn't even choose exactly what I would want, but it has a drink included with it, a signature margarita with the lime and the agave and the house orange bitters. You know, they squeeze everything fresh and it's delicious. Then they have the guacamole, so hello. And mm. then I think for my entree, I might have to do the pozole, even though it's been hot as Hades out here. Um, it just sounded so good with the cashew cream and chickpeas and carrots and uh, and then a gluten-free chocolate brownie i did not know that they served that over there you know my favorite pozole um is at tortilla republic and i don't think tortilla republic is open quite yet um but i love pozole oh with a little squeeze too. of lime mm. Mm -hmm. i didn't know that i'm learning some things about you on, <laughs> on the podcast today that i didn't know <laughs> so now we have something else to do we'll go pozole tasting on melrose <laughs> between tortilla and gracias Madre. we do well um i don't know if they're participating in dine la but if if they are go and if they are not um go <laughs> still go and that is carlitos gardell um, it is on Melrose, again, West Hollywood adjacent. 
Um, this is a, an Argentine steakhouse. Uh, it's family run. It has been in the same location for 29 years. And when COVID hit, it was like one of those places like, oh, please don't close. Please don't close. Please don't close. And they um, have created this. I, I will tell you that it is a transfer transformative space in the back of their parking lot in the valet. Um, it is a physical structure. Um, it is absolutely incredible. Um, and you walk in and I walked in and I thought like, oh my gosh, like I am in Tulum. I was completely transported. And Maxine, you know that they have, I think they've got, I'm sorry, hands down, that ribeye there with the chimichurri sauce. Yeah, like, the ribeye insane to die. I mean, that's all you need. Right. And I, I got that 10 ounce ribeye. It was boneless. And I think I made, I, I didn't, I had dinner and then I took some home and I think I had like three meals out of it, but Carlito Scardell, it is amazing. The tables are social distance. There's plexiglass. It's covered. It's got music. It has lights. Um, and it's one of those things, you know, where, where the restaurant establishment has decided to make a permanent structure versus you know, the AstroTurf um, that goes down with picnic tables and, you know, cost-wise talking to a couple of the businesses. I know when um, we were talking to employees only that cost of that AstroTurf is kind of expensive, you know, oh, so it's, a, it's an investment. It is an investment. Sure. So if you're going to make an investment, you know, and I was looking at one, Oh, well, this is great. Cause it actually the new outdoor area, Carlitos um, Gardel Maxine, I think it's better than the inside. Personally, I'm like, oh, this is an upgrade. Like, I hope you keep this because this is where I want to eat, you know, from now on. <laughs> yeah, especially, I mean, it, and it's been warm. I mean, granted, it hasn't been the best air quality with all of the wildfires. Mm -hmm. And shout out to the firefighters who are protecting all of us and, um, you know, getting us back to safe. But I mean, definitely being outdoors in L.A. is, is one of our treats. So. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I'm happy to report, um, moving on to health and wellness, that I'm so excited that salons are open again. I have to tell you, I got an email, you know, from my favorite society salon. It said, we're open again. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. So really excited that uh, the salons are open again. Thanks, uh, Nancy Pelosi. I don't know how you all feel about that, but I'm grateful to Nancy for uh, that little slip up. Um, and I'm not sure about the nail salons, though, um, if they are open indoors or not. I don't know if you've seen anything on that, Maxine. You know, um, not off the top of my head. And I'm a, I'm vanity girl. So nails and hair, you know, that's like my life blood. Yeah. But I know that the chamber, and I think this is amazing, um, is running specific industry uh, Zoom calls and things so that, that businesses can really stay on top of it. So I haven't been, I haven't jumped into the beauty one lately, but um, if you have a beauty business, make sure you're signed up for that. And, you know, I'll dig into that and, and I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. I'll have to ask Lauren. She's always um, got the most fabulous nails. And I know she went over to Beverly Center and got her nails done at Sugar Nails. So maybe we can go inside again. I couldn't tell when I went by Planet Nails the other day on my bike if they were open. So we'll have to look for that. And then this morning, um, uh, you'll be happy to hear this. Um, I went on my bike ride and sometimes I go up Sunset Plaza, which is a long street. Um, and I, this is important. I'm going to tell you, it's very boring, but I go, my route is I go up Holloway and I make a right and I go through like this little residential area that takes me to the bottom of the parking lot of Sunset Plaza. And then I go up to the light there. It's just the easiest way for me to get across Sunset. 
But what I found was, as I pulled in the lower section of the parking lot, there was this huge tent set up and they were doing Pilates and it said like hot, it said like get hot or something. And so there's a new hot Pilates and I thought, oh, I mean, is Aura doing this? But it looks like the Aura yoga place has been replaced by a hot Pilates business who has a new location there in West Hollywood. Um, and they also have one in Brantwood and it was huge and everyone was social distance. I mean, it was really nice to see cause that, that sunset Plaza parking lot is huge. It's so huge. I am so excited that they are activating some things in there. I've, you know, way, way early on in the podcast, I really was hoping that they were going to do something like a drive-in theater up there. And I, you know, I heard uh, a lot of things, the reasons why they weren't doing it. So I'm, I'm thrilled that they, they've got that up there, um, because I have not seen too many workout things, but love is seeing it, that. Is it reformer Pilates? Did you see reformers? Uh, I saw a bunch of mats. So okay. I don't know if they're planning on being, bringing reformers down. You know, they probably have to have security if they do that, which is cost a bundle, you know, especially sure. up, up there, you know, because the homeless people will probably be sleeping on the reformers. So, um, but I'll check that out. So new, it looks like a, a new uh, Pilates place that's in there. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then staying up on sunset, um, you know, sunset just continues to pleasantly, um, surprise me, but that Pendry hotel Maxine is getting really close to opening up. I know we were talking about it the other day. Yeah. And those digital displays, um, Oh, I was driving down there a day or two and now they've got like full video that's running on those digital, 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 digital displays, displays. <laughs> digital displays. And uh, it, they are ginormous and you feel like you're in Times Square and it's very distracting. So there's a good thing. There's like a light right there um, across on the Hyatt. So you can stop and look at the images. Um, so um, it's ginormous and I'm kind of excited because I'm, I'm hoping they're going to do some like really cool digital art displays and things up there. Yeah. So, and then if I go down to Melrose, to your neck of the woods, madam, um, that Amazon that has been spotted across from Earth Cafe on Melrose, um, I, I did a little research and actually on the top, it says pop-up. It says Amazon pop-up under the little arrow. Um, so I don't know. I'm thinking maybe we're going to get, you know, a themed selection of like top brands. And I'm just wondering, are they taking a note from Nike on Melrose? you know, where, where Nike on Melrose had items in the store that were very specific to the West Hollywood zip code. So I was trying to think like, oh, hmm, I wonder what the most popular items are on Amazon for, you know, the 90069, whatever the West Hollywood um, zip code. So I don't know. I don't know if you have any thoughts off the cuff on that, Maxine, but I thought that was interesting. So we're getting, it's a, it's a pop-up store uh, it's not a Amazon five star. It is not an Amazon locker store. Didn't think it was. That's way too boring and way too expensive of real estate for, uh, Amazon since Melrose and West Hollywood is the land of pop-ups. So, yeah. Um, I actually watched a documentary. Was it a documentary? It was a show on Netflix. I think it was number four and it was all about social media and behavior and shopping. Mm -hmm. It was a little freaky. <laughs> Um, I'm going to throw it in the show notes because it, it was fascinating. Um, but yeah, that whole idea that people can really predict your shopping based on your zip code and lookalike audiences. And I'm going to go down a technology hole, so I won't stay there. But 
I thought it was fascinating and it really does do predictive shopping for you. So my, my Amazon list is, is quite interesting. <laughs> I know. Well, I wonder what it is for West Hollywood. You know, I'm just thinking of like fitness, I would think. I know. I don't, I, I would really love to know. I, I think it would be really interesting, you know, because we have a high LGBTQ population, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, a lot of people don't know that uh, a significant and growing percentage of the population are young females um, that are, you know, 24 to 35, um, so that gives a different, you know, variety. And then we have a big aging population. So I don't know. It could be gloss depends and <laughs> I don't know what the third one would be, but anyway, so we'll have to see. Well, and I definitely think there's a huge like beauty and wellness and fitness component to that too. Cause there's gotta be a reason that brands pop up here, you know, in a beauty mm-hmm. brand or a dog pound is setting up a West coast outpost. They come to West Hollywood, mm-hmm. um, pretty little things coming from the UK. So um, there's definitely, I'm sure, some of that going on, too. Well, yeah, and Amazon, you know, really is looking to own basically everything. And I've noticed uh, in the last, I don't know, six to eight months, maybe, that the Amazon fashion, I don't know if you've noticed that, where they're kind of doing looks and stuff, and they're um, getting some uh, higher quality fashion and name designers to put together collections. Um, so maybe it's something like that. I have no idea, but... Well, stay tuned. It looks like it's getting close. Yeah. To opening. Um, well on Sunday, the new SoFi stadium, um, had its grand opening game, their very first game and there are no fans. Um, but the Rams took on the Dallas Cowboys. Um, boy, that stadium looks amazing. Maxine, I don't know if you can pull any strings with your friends over there in Inglewood, but, <laughs> oh, or the LA tourism board. I would love to go in there and take a look as I'm sure like thousands of other people. Um, but speak- I don't know, we might be able to get a tour, Rachel. Okay. Let All me right. see what we can do. Okay. I would love that. But in the meantime, why we cannot go to the new, this new beautiful steady the art stadium um, where can we watch Sunday football in West Hollywood? So we've got, you know, we're actually, there are a lot of sports bars mm. <laughs> for 1.9 square miles. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot of sports bars, a lot of sports bars. So you'll know, list just a list, a couple. I know, you know, Rocco's obviously, um, 40 love. I've yet to go to their, my, that's my favorite. That's I know. So we got to go over to 40 love and see what's going on. Cause they, you know, built a whole uh, back patio area, State Social, I know, has ex- like put some tables and TV screens in their parking lot down below. Um, I know the Belmont reopened right around the corner from you, Maxine. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on in there. They have an outdoor area, so not sure on that one yet and how social distance it is. High Tops um, in Boys Town, the Rainbow District, they've got one of those um, zones. So that that's also a great place to watch. Um Uh, football, but also Barney's Beanery talking about establishments that have set up, um, you know, actual physical structures. Um, And again, I rode by this this morning and they were on my route um, on my, to go up to my, my bike ride this morning. And I rode through their parking lot and similar to Carlitos Gardel, they have built a huge outdoor structure. Uh, It's like a big, you walk up like kind of on a patio, it's wood, and they've got three television screens they brought outside. And listen, I love Barney's. I like to go in there and play pool. But this outdoor area at Barney's definitely, I think, is my favorite place if I'm heading over to Barney's to watch a game. So I think that's really cool. So 
good for, for Barney's, you know, they've been in the neighborhood a really long time. So kudos to them. And if you're looking for uh, a place to go watch football, um, definitely check them out. I think what I'm hearing, I'm sensing a theme here from you is that the outdoor spaces of some of your old faves are, are kind of breathing new life into spots that you've loved for a while. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. You know, those places that have kind of desperately needed a little bit of a facelift um, and a little freshening up inside interior um, where they haven't done it, they're putting the money outside and maybe it's coming from, you know, the, these loans that they're getting. Um, So yeah, but it, for sure that you've got it, Maxine. (laughs) I'm busted. (laughs) A new reason to love your old things. Yes, for sure. Okay. And then one of the things that I I read in WeHoville, which I thought was really interesting, you know, as we sit here in COVID-19 and waiting, waiting social distance and waiting for tables is kind of taking on a a whole new meaning. Mm. So the city of West Hollywood's art district, uh, art division is partnered with Playwrights Inc., and they're offering this program called While You Wait, and it's offering bite-sized virtual theater experiences, one to two minute mini plays and monologues and animations all around the theme of waiting. And you can point your finger, your, your, point your finger, point your cell phone toward a QR code um, that there will be on stickers and banners at businesses and parks outside. Um, and then you can watch them and you can also watch them online which I thought was really interesting. And that's going from September 18th through November 18th. So a way to kill some time while you're waiting. Oh, that's good. I love that. I'll have to check that out. Yes, um, definitely. Um, the The waiting times have gotten uh, really elongated and <laughs> quite elongated. And, um, you know, in a world where we have just become used to having everything so immediately with our phones and social media, I personally have had to take a deep breath and just say, be patient, be patient, be patient. So um, that's cool. I'll have to check that out at my favorite places because there's still places where I wait uh, at West Hollywood to get in, especially Gelson's. So hopefully hopefully they'll have something at Gelson's, which is right next to the city. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, One sad RIP on the list uh, this week. It's already been in WeHoville, um, another casualty in the Rainbow District. Um, quite sad, uh, a business that's been there for over 40 years and a long history with the LGBTQ community is Rage. Um, I think that I was in Rage when I first moved to West Hollywood and I was uh, there, popped in there for the Halloween Carnival Festival um, and danced and drank um, and had a very fun time. But um Thank you to Rage, and we are so sorry to see you uh, go through this environment. Yeah, thank you, Rage. You've uh, I spent many of a Sunday fun day there with friends, so um, you will be missed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, that brings us into our new section: um, quarantine at home. Maxine, I'm going to let you take this one away today. <laughs> yeah, that's me because as you may know, I'm I'm the conservative quarantine girl. And um I think one of the things that really people have been affected by during this COVID lockdown and just trying to navigate everything that's going on and all the stress is the quality of sleep that we get. Um so um I've kind of been fascinated with it. You know, I don't always get the best sleep every night. So just trying to figure out some strategies around that. And I came across this show that I love. Um, it's a 
health influencer named Sean Stevens. He does a show called Model Health Show. And he actually had 21 tips. I cut it down to nine. And I'm just going to kind of list them off. And Tracy, feel free to weigh in on these. But here are nine tips um, to get a better rest during these stressful times. So number one is to get natural sunlight during the day. It helps to produce melatonin at night. So my favorite way to wake up is just to get outside for a walk. You know, I throw my Peloton onto my headphones and just take a walk through the neighborhood. Or if I'm feeling especially like I need some hills, I'll get up there to Mount Olympus and, and climb some hills. Uh, number two, and I am so guilty of this one, is to avoid the screen. I am guilty of falling asleep with my iPhone. Um, I will watch YouTube videos. I will listen to meditation tapes. And this is the number one thing you can do to improve your sleep quality is to get the screens out of your room. Mm -hmm. Also, you know, because we're on screens now so much of the time um, to really get some of those um, glasses you can order and they're not super the, expensive. The blue blockers. Yeah, thing. the blue blockers. I wear those. Those are super important. And, you know, I try to get rid of my screen. Um, like an hour, at least an hour before I go to bed. I mean, it's hard. We're just so surrounded by it. Um, and sometimes, you know, after a long day, what do you want to do? You just want to like sit in the TV and like chill out. So it's like more, you know, I go from my computer to my, um, <laughs> to my phone. television, to my cell phone, but yeah, definitely, uh, avoid the screen. I don't know if it's on your, um, list here, Maxine, but as far as also avoiding the screen, and I think we'll probably get this to another, I also say, put your cell phone, like I sleep with my cell phone in the kitchen. Um, I don't yeah. even have it in my room on my bedside. I actually, and people are like, how do you know what time it is? I actually have a watch and a little alarm clock um, that is not digital um, that I use. It's not my watch um, that I use for time. Um, so that doesn't disrupt your sleep. Cause if you look at what time it is like at 2 AM in the morning, you're like, ah, um, but just not to be disrupted by anything. So I just, that, that's a hard and fast rule for me. That one is hard for me. As much as I try to say, I'm not going to have my, my phone in my room. I always do. And it's like on my pillow, which is terrible, terrible. Okay. So that's one of my habits. I'm, I'm going, I'm going to break. Yes. And we're that, I think that that's going to also talk about EMF and I'll talk about that when we get there and why you should not have your phone on your pillow by your head. Okay. You know what? Let's jump into there right now. Okay. The EMF, because I know that was really a factor for you when you moved into your new spot. Okay. Well, let me see. What, um, where are we? That is um, number eight. It's number eight, but okay. we're, yeah, we're just moving the order. So um, we'll, we'll get the, we'll jump down there when we get there. Mm -hmm. So number three, number three is to be cool. And so they say that the ideal temperature to sleep is like 68 degrees. So the cooler, the better. And it has been warm lately. So I know that for me, I, I sleep with a bed sheet and sometimes I take a shower right before bed, just so my body can be as cool as possible. Mm -hmm. um, you know, open windows, fans, that kind of thing. So keep it cool. And uh, number four is go to bed at the right time. So according to Sean, the hours between 10 and two are ideal sleep time. He calls it money time. I'm, I can't, I don't go to sleep that early. I'm probably midnight, one o'clock is my bedtime. Um, but I think that if I can improve my sleep quality, I might try to ratchet that down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is your normal sleep time? I, I know you get up earlier. Uh, I do. I mean, I really try and be in bed by 10 or 1030 because it doesn't matter what time I go to bed. I am awake at five and out of bed by six o'clock. So if I stay up until 12 or one or two, it doesn't matter. 
um, because I am going to be up at that time. So the thing for me is like, I'll get in front of my TV and I'll fall asleep. And I just, I'm just, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm hilarious. I'll sit down on the TV, like at nine o'clock and I'll fall asleep and I'll wake up and it'll be like 11 o'clock. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like what happened? Um, so that's the thing for me. Like when I know I'm tired, I should just like take a bath, um, and you know, get into my bed and, and go to sleep. <laughs> yes. And speaking of bed and getting to sleep, number five is get it blacked out, blackout curtains. You know, when you go to Vegas and mm-hmm. the blackout curtains make you feel like you have no idea what time it is. Um, according to Sean, even your skin has light receptors. So I look at all the little lights blinking in my bedroom, even though my lights aren't on, you know, you've got your fire alarm, Mm -hmm. um, my cell phone that I mentioned, uh, the glow from a power strip. So his, his, uh, his recommendation is to get everything as dark as possible, Mm -hmm. uh, which leads right into number six, which is to create a sleep sanctuary. Um, I think a bed, I definitely need a new mattress. Um, I was house sitting for you, Tracy, and your mattress is dope. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, custom comfort mattress. (laughs) So I think a a good quality mattress is my next thing. No work in the bedroom. And bedrooms should be reserved for sleep and sex, Mm -hmm. which leads me straight into number seven, according to Sean, which is to have a big O. Wait, wait. Okay. Hang on. I'm going, I'm going back to six. (laughs) I'm going back. Yes. I'm going back to a sleep sanctuary. So, you know, my, my bedroom is pretty minimal, minimalistic. And, you know, I, um, I'm not a strict feng shui follower, but in my bedroom, I try and have it only for, um, for sleep and for pleasure Um, you know, and like, I'll walk into some people's bedroom and they have like stacks and stacks and stacks of like books, you know? And it's just like, I walk in and that for, for me personally, when I see that, it's just like, that's not relaxing to see like 12,000 books sitting there that you have to read or you haven't read, or, you know, that you've been trying to read for 12 years. Um, (laughs) and then similarly, they say on feng shui is that the only pictures that you should have in your room is either of you or you and your partner. Um, so like to have pictures of your family and your kids um, in the bedroom is like a no-no. I, I think pets are probably okay, but like definitely that's one of the rules of feng shui is that you don't want to have um, pictures of like your children in the bedroom, right? Which all of our parents do. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then um, nothing under the bed either. Um, that uh-huh. did, did you know I knew so much about feng shui in the bedroom? <laughs> Well, all I really know is when I was house sitting for you, I really slept like a log. So that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, you know, I always find that I try and keep things as clear as possible. So like no stacks of clothes, any of that stuff. Cause it's just like, it's so stressful. I just like to walk in and even my bedside table is very, very minimal. Um, you know, with some like a, my favorite crystals, like rose quartz, um, and then a, a, a nice little candle. So that's um, some of my tips on uh, for for that number for number six and in yeah. creating a sleep sanctuary. Those. So I'm going to clear out under my bed because I am guilty of that one and replace the mattress. So those would be my two um, mm-hmm. areas to work on. And again, the whole thing is about sleep and sex, which goes into number seven, which is to have a big O. Um, <laughs> I won't dig into that too much, but whatever you need to do to make that happen, uh, we support that. And I will just say that um, 
I went to the artist way a couple of weeks ago and they had some really cool products that can help you out with that. So, and they had a sale going on. So mm-hmm. shout out to artist way up on Santa Monica Boulevard. Yep. And then, you know, we've got the pleasure chest, um, down the <laughs> east side of town that, um, has got a good variety of stuff. I'm not quite sure if they're opening up in order online as is, uh, hustler up on sunset actually has some things, um, to, uh, to help out with that as well. If, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is West Hollywood and I love it. We're a sex positive community. So um, get your pleasure. Yeah. And, and all the stores on Santa Monica with, you know, whatever you want, different types of masks um, that are non COVID masks and, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Chichi, yes. Chichi LaRue's um, block party. Um, I, yep, I, I do. I know them all. There's my list. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll put them in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> so that leads us into number eight and which is to, get rid of the EMFs in your room. So I don't know much about this, but Tracy, I know this was a factor in you deciding your next home. So I'm going to toss this one over to you. Oh, all right. Well, I don't want to get too far into it, but yes. So if you don't know what EMFs are, do a little research, but don't totally freak yourself out about them. (laughs) EMFs are stand for electromagnetic fields, uh, like frequency fields. So basically anything that's electronic um, will emit uh, an energy, a frequency field um, and things that are quite high. And you can um, get a little measuring tool off of um, uh, Amazon. You can order it to just to measure the EMFs if you're curious in your home, but your cell phone gives off a lot of EMFs and that's Mm. why it is not good to have it near your head. Um, when you sleep at, at night, at me, looking at me, your Wi-Fi router gives off uh, EMFs. Your computer does, and at night, I actually they say you know you can either get, um, you know, and again, don't freak out and don't go crazy because um, I don't want you to go, you know, be all fear mongered and stuff with that. That's not the intention. Just to be aware, you know, it's like, do I do organic food or non-organic food? Right? If you're buying strawberries, you probably for sure want to like make sure those are organic. Um, so you, at night I actually turn off my, my Wi-Fi router, um, just to minimize that cause it's on all day. Um, and then my phone, uh, I put in the kitchen and sometime, or if it's in my, if I have to sleep put by my room, I, I will put it on airplane mode. Um, because that turns off, you know, all the Wi-Fi transmissions. So, um, but you there, just check it out. You know, there's, um, uh, a lot of things that could cause that, including 5G towers that are going up. Um, so, you know, if you kind of notice uh, disturbance in your sleep, um, if you hear a ringing in your, your ears, there's different symptoms. So if you notice a shift in that, they can also uh, for sure impact your, your ability to get some good sleep, uh, impact the REM, the, the REM process. So yeah, that, that's really important. And, um, I, I also feng shui, I don't believe in having a TV in the bedroom. (gasps) So I have no TV in my bedroom. Um, yeah. So that's what I know about EMFs. Okay. And finally, I'm just rounding these out. Um, number nine, you booze, you lose. Um, REM sleep is significantly disrupted by alcohol being in your system. So Again, we're not diehards here. We're just saying if you want to improve your sleep, you might want to look at some of these things. So maybe drink earlier. <laughs> drink earlier in the night. Uh, sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you guys have any tips that have really worked for you or um, locations in the city where you've 
been able to buy some products or uh, things like that that have helped you sleep, please put them in the comments down below. We'd love to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's, um, you know, maybe I'll look for it for next week, but I found this channel. I don't know how I found it um, on my Roku TV and it has like meditations and sounds. And even though you're not supposed to have your TV, um, you know, or your computer going, you can actually, there's music that you can sleep by and it's at different vibrations. Um, and depending on, you know, well, we're in LA, it's all woo woo, but depending on the, <laughs> the level of vibration of music you listen to, um, you know, it can help, um, help to correct things like, uh, negative belief patterns, um, cellular, all that kind of stuff. So, um, I'll look up that for next week. Cause it's kind of interesting, uh, for those of you that need, maybe need a little bit of help of listening to something very soothing, um, to help yourself get to sleep. I love it. We kind of took a little bit of a turn here. Many of you may not know that Tracy's so into um, healing and crystals and things like that. And I think that's just indicative of, of West Hollywood, right? We've got such a balance between um, the pleasure test and the crystals and business and <laughs> travel and all the other things that make us uh, such the creative city and its residents. So I think that's a perfect example of being able to explore all of our different passions um, in 1.9 square miles. I know. I, I We have a lot going on in 1.9 square miles. I mean, we really do. <laughs> and then you factor in the adjacents and forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. I don't even have time to go to the adjacents, except maybe Andrew's cheese shop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to try and get them as a sponsor for We Know We Ho, even though they're in Santa We're Monica. For sponsors. We're looking for sponsors. We are looking for sponsors, yes. <laughs> Yes. Well, that brings us, unfortunately, sadly, to the end of our podcast for this week, our episode. Um, thank you all for listening. Maxine, thank you again for joining me as my guest host. Yeah. Um, I love the segment today. I learned some good things. Um, <laughs> I, I love the new uh, quarantine at home and these sleep tips. Um, absolutely amazing. Um, and yeah, we look forward to our episode for, for next week. I think uh, I'm looking forward to a, uh, a fun guest that we're going to be featuring next week um, to tell us a little bit about what's going on up at um, on, on Sunset Boulevard. So I'll look forward to that next week. Yes. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you to all who are listening. Um, stay safe, um, stay healthy, wear your mask. And if you're out and about on a Sunday um, and a football fan or not even a football fan, just go um, check out some of those recommendations we have um, and some of those new locations. Okay. okay. Thanks everybody for listening. Bye everyone. Bye.